Hello and welcome back to episode 6 of the Crazy Lady Rant. I am your host, the Crazy Lady. So, having my grandbaby for the last two weeks, it just brought back some funny, like, memories to me. So, I remember growing up, like, you know, parents had what I call the death stare. It was that look that your parents would give you when you were doing something that you know you shouldn't be doing and you thought because either you were in front of people or you were out in public that like you wouldn't get smacked in the face or you know because back in the day ain't no lie we wasn't getting grounded like that at least not around the people I was with we got straight whooped okay yeah whooped not grounded so but you would act up, you know, as a little kid and thinking that you could get away with it because, you know, you were around other people. But your mom would have that look or your dad would give you that look. And as soon as they gave you that look, you knew like it was either the death stare of when we get to the car, I'm going to tear your butt up or it is the you better stop acting a fool or I'm going to tear your butt up when we get to the car. The look was one or the other. It was either you two seconds from getting beat down or you on the way to catching a beat down. Well, my mom had that look. And I believe, like, literally she passed it on to me. But she had that look. Like, as a kid, she did not play. Not only did she have the death stare, she had a backhand that you could never see coming. Like, I remember being little and like, you know, being fidgety and stuff one time at like church. And like, literally, she grabbed my leg and like held it down, like held my leg still because I was just like moving around, moving around and wouldn't sit still until my leg went like numb. Um, but, but like, she always was like, just she was quick. Like, you could never see it coming. Like, I remember, you know, being a little kid and like, I mean, I wasn't a bad kid. I, got, you know, didn't get a lot of like weapons or anything like that because I wasn't really that bad. But I do remember like, you know, saying something with a smart mouth and then boom, you got backhanded so quick you didn't even see it coming. That I do remember. And then like my so my mom was more like the she didn't play mom so like she'd give you that look and you knew like oh I'm finna catch that backhand that I can never see coming or I better just stop whereas my dad on the other hand was not into like he wouldn't spank you he would come up with like capital punishments that were weird so here's a story for you when I was probably like mm, maybe like five and my sister is six years older than me. She was like 11 or 12. I was either five or six. She was like 11 or 12. And we got in trouble because we were downstairs. We, or we kept going downstairs, sneaking out of the room. Because we, we had separate rooms. But I think um, we were sleeping in the same room. We were going downstairs and sneaking um, cinnamon and sugar don't ask i mean this is what weird kids do we were sneaking cinnamon and sugar and eating it and being loud and mind you my parents had went to bed already so like my dad wakes up because he hears us down there you know sounding like 
people that are breaking in because we're trying to get up over the stove to get the, the into the spices to get the cinnamon and sugar just don't even I don't even know why we're eating cinnamon and sugar it doesn't even make sense but this is what weird kids do so my dad comes downstairs and he's like has to get up in the morning to go to work so he's hot about it so he tells us you're gonna stand at the so we had a wood burning fireplace in our living room He's like, you're going to stand here at the fireplace until I tell you otherwise. And he was like, you better not sit down or do or anything. Because if you sit down or you lay down, the time's going to start all over again. And I'm going to just make you stay, you know, stand here longer. And so we were all like, okay. And then he's like, um, and you better not do this or I'll whoop you. Well, I mean, he threatened us, but he never did ever whoop us. But the threat was enough. So we were basically like scared out of our wits end. So we stand by the fireplace. Well, guess what happened? He went back upstairs and went to bed. He forgot about us. And because we were so scared, we stayed up all night standing at that fireplace. I remember there was a point when I was like telling my sister like, Sissy, I need to sit down. And she's like, no, you better not sit down. Or we're going to have to stand here even longer. Now, mind you, my dad comes downstairs when it's time to go to work at like about 6, 6.30 in the morning. And he's like, what are you guys doing down here? Um, excuse me. You told us if we got up, we'd either get whooped or have to stand here all night. But it didn't really matter because we ended up having to stand the whole night anyways because you forgot about us. So then he gets mad at us like as if we did something wrong because you forgot because you went back to sleep and left your children standing at the fireplace. He's all mad. He's like, go to bed. We're like, gladly. Mind you. I can tell you this, we never snuck cinnamon and sugar again. That's for dang sure. And we never had to stand at that stupid fireplace again because we learned our lesson. So, leads me to say, like, even though my dad comes up with the weird punishments, like stacking wood all day or like for weeks on end because you got in trouble, like it made us not want to do it again because nobody wanted to do the stupid capital punishment things that he would come up with. But on the other hand, my mom... She wasn't like that. You wouldn't even see it coming. She'd just backhand you and call it a day and keep it pushing. But the good thing I can say is that she passed on what I call the death stare. So my story about the death stare. We were at a store and like me and my husband and we were standing there talking and there was like a lady and her child. She's holding her little kid. Her little kid's probably got to be, I don't know, like one and a half, maybe two and a half years old. And the kid just, she won't let the kid have something that the kid wants, whatever it was. It was like candy or something, whatever. She wouldn't let the kid have it. So the kid is screaming now. And I'm just like, why did I have to get behind these people? Because this little kid is super, like, annoying. And he's just screaming bloody murder. And I'm, like, looking at the mom who's looking at me. She keeps looking back at me. And I'm looking at her like, aren't you going to do something? Like, are you just going to let him scream, like, throughout the whole entire store? Bloody murder? Like, are you going to do anything? It is your, you know, you're holding them. Hello. I hope it's your kid. Are you going to do anything? And she's just like standing there looking embarrassed. Well, then he proceeds to get super hyper pissed and ends up starts punching on her. And he's like hitting his mom in the face, like slapping her and like swinging on her. And, and she's like trying to push his little arms away and trying to hold his little arms. And he's, you know, that which is making him buck out and, if you're a parent, you understand what buck out means. It means like when you try to hold the kid and they just like try to buck their body so that they can break free. 
She should have just let him bug out and bust his head, but no. She was trying to hold on to him. I'd have just let him fall and been like, oop, look at you. See what you done did? You done busted your head now. But, yeah, that that's me. So, basically, the little kid is punching her, slapping her. And I'm like, are you serious? So, my husband's talking to me, and then all of a sudden, he sees me go quiet. And he can't see my face because he's, like, kind of behind me. And I just whip around and I just stared that kid down. Now, when I talk about the death stare, like all kids know what it is. It doesn't matter if it's not your kid or not. It doesn't matter if the kid knows you. All kids know what a death stare is. Literally, I looked that kid dead in his face. He looked at me and I mean, no joke. He looked like a possum in headlights. He literally stopped and just froze. His whole body froze. And I just stared him down. It was like a a non-communication stare but he knew exactly what I was thinking his little eyes got so big and he knew like oh she is that type of mom she might whoop me even though she's not my mom yes that was the look and so then I turn back around and I start talking to my husband and now he's frozen staring at me like did you just like literally what did you do? And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, what did you do? And I'm like, nothing. He's like, why did the little boy, why is the boy just like frozen and he's staring at you? I'm like, oh, because I gave him the death stare. He's like, you did what? I'm like, the death stare. He's like, what do you mean the death stare? I'm like, every mom has one. It's a look that you give to a kid that's like, you got two seconds to get your life before I literally almost take it. It's a look that every kid knows and they freeze up automatically because they know that stare means you are in trouble. So needless to say, the little kid like was quiet the whole rest of the time. And then it was funny because the mom, she looks at the little kid and the little kid is literally, I'm not joking, he was like stuck. He was literally like (laughs) scared, frozen. And then she looks at me and she looks at him and then she looks at me again and, and I just smiled at her like, You better not turn around and say something about why your kid just shut up because I didn't hit him or nothing. I just gave him a look and you should be thanking me that I gave him this look because he stopped punching you and slapping you upside the head. That's all I was looking at her like. I just smiled and was like, hmm, you can thank me because yes, your little bad huddle of a hooligan child has now stopped hitting you. And if it would have been my mom, oh. Yeah, if she would have been there, yeah, that little boy, she would have probably took the little boy and went to the car and whooped him. My mom did not play. But it also leads me to, like, the whole thing about, like, now, compared to, like, us back in the day, we were kids that grew up with no internet, no Google, no social media, no nothing. Like, if you wanted to send a text, guess what you was finna do? Write a note. And give it to one of your friends who was going to see the person you wanted to send the message to in the next class. Or drop it like you have mail in somebody's locker. Or wait until you see them the next day or whatever. That was text messaging. Straight up letter writing. Like we didn't have all that stuff. Like if you weren't at home, you weren't going to get a phone call. Like nobody was at home during the day. There was a point when I was growing up when there was no such thing as even a uh, answering machine. 
like you know I feel like kids these days are just like soft they're not they're not built like how we were like they're they're not even they're not the same like they're more fragile than a plastic cup from the dollar tree like literally they act like they're gonna just shatter and break I mean we were kids like we sprang ankles broke bones got skinned we got war scars from playing outside and we kept it pushing it was like we might rinse off in the hose put a band-aid on and keep it pushing these days a kid gets you know a scratch and it's like all heck breaks loose and now I gotta go sit down in my and I'm hurt and and I don't know how to cope and my anxiety level went up and it's like are you kidding me like kids are not not tough in any way they are hacka soft now it's crazy like people need to start making their kids go back outside and playing outside and get them away from social media and from the internet and all of that mess and TV and make them go back outside because that's what built character, I tell you. It built character. Now these kids copying the stupidity that they see on TikTok and the crazy TikTok people and they got issues. Like what kid, what kid in their right mind would, would even think that it's smart to do a Tide Pod Challenge. When I heard about this mess on TikTok and that kids were getting sick and like poisoned, I'm like, what kid in their right mind is like, oh, I'm going to go pick some laundry detergent because I saw it on TikTok. This is what I'm talking about. We didn't do stupid things like that when we were kids. We weren't like, oh, let's put a firecracker in my mouth and light it. We didn't do that kind of mess. Like, we understood the concept of like getting blown up getting poisoned if you eat soap you know random things like that I, I it's hard for me to fathom like that's why I think literally kids should not be on social media because they do like there's no reason why you watch something and then think oh that sounds like a good idea it sounds like a good idea to stick Tide Pods in my mouth no it doesn't it sounds crazy like that's I can't even understand it. It just, it, it, it's too much to fathom for me. Like, who would do that? When we were kids, we never did weird things like that. Like, no, we were outside playing. Yeah, we were jumping off things. Maybe, you know, springing ankles and stuff. But we weren't trying to eat laundry soap. That's for dang sure. You know, we weren't out there like, oh, let's huck a bunch of cinnamon in our mouths and, and then try to swallow and see if we don't choke ourselves to death. We surely weren't doing that. We weren't outside eating rocks and dirt either. So I'm just saying, like, social media is destroying people and making them plain a hot mess. But anyways, I am done. Thank you for listening to episode six of the Crazy Lady Rant. Um, you can catch me, of course, on my website at thecrazyladyrant.com. I am on Google Podcast, The Podcast Addict, iHeartRadio. Amazon Music, Spotify, and Castbox FM. Please subscribe and start following. Um, it just may, gives me inspiration to continue making these for people um, to listen to. It's a hobby for me. I just really like being able to do this. So please subscribe and um, start following. Um, and until I see you guys next week or actually talk to you guys next week, have a beautiful rest of your week. And thanks for tuning in.